Hi there, and welcome to the Kidlit Treehouse podcast with your host, Liam Jury. I'm a grade 5-6 classroom teacher at New Haven Primary School, which is in Phillip Island, Victoria, Australia. And the Kidlit Treehouse is a project designed to build literacy competence in young people. So thanks so much for tuning into the pod. Let's get started. for tuning in to the Kid Lit Treehouse Book Week Special, Episode 3. We have loads on this week, so I'm going to be interviewing two Grade 1 students from New Haven Primary School. We'll hear from some of the New Haven Primary School teaching staff. I interview local Phillip Island author and illustrator Karen Allen. I catch up with an ex-colleague of mine and some preschoolers with book recommendations. Of course, we'll have another lit challenge for the week. And do not fear, fans out there, we have our favourite fact or fib segment back up again. Okay, really lucky this week to have India and Toby um, joining us on the podcast to share some writing. So, hi India, how old are you? I'm seven. Seven, fantastic. And Toby, how old are you? Seven. Seven, and you both go to New Haven Primary School, so we're excited for you to share your writing this week. Indy, do you want to go first? What piece of writing have you got to share with us? I've got a winter poem. Fabulous, off you go, big voice. Winter, it's cold, freezing cold, but I stay warm from the warmth of the nice warm fire. I stay snuggled up tight, snuggling in my bed. Nice and warm, snuggled up tight in my bed. It keeps me warm. Nice, it keeps me nice and warm. Though winter may be cold and scary, I am nice and warm inside. Oh, it's a cold day today, so that's making me feel nice and warm listening to that poem. What made you want to write about that, India? Um... I don't know because when we were um do, we were writing about winter and winter po- like making a poem about winter in class and I thought maybe gave me this idea of how cold it was on that day. It made me think about more and more about how cold like we could do standing with the fire um with my winter poem. Very good, thank you very much. Okay, Toby, we're going to share your writing now. What have you got to share this week? An information report about chickens. Oh, interesting. Chickens are a type of animal. Chickens are closest are the closest relative to the T Rex. Chickens have more bones in their neck than a giraffe. Baby chickens are called chicks. Female chickens are called hens. Some hens lay three hundred eggs in a year. Eggs take up to twenty one days to hatch. Chickens use their claws to scratch stuff. Chickens have wings, but they don't use them much. Chickens live in the North. Chickens don't live in the North Pole and Antarctica. Chickens are very smart. They can remember 100 faces. I didn't finish that sentence. That's okay. Thank you very much. That was. I've learned a lot. I don't know about you, listeners, but. I did not know some of that information about chickens. Do you have chickens yourself, Toby? No. You don't? Do you know anyone that does? No, we all had to do one about chickens. Okay, fantastic. And I had no idea that chickens were closely related to the T-Rex. I did, because we watched a video before we did it. 
to help you with writing. Yeah. What a great way to do it. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing your writing this week. So as you know, it's book week this week. We're really excited about all the books that we are reading and celebrating all the fabulous books out there. So India and Toby are going to share their book recommendations. What's your favourite book at the moment, India? Uh, it was Lion King, but I'm going to dress up as um, Harry Potter, like Hermione on book week because I don't have like Lion King um, like clothes. Okay, so Harry Potter is one of your favourite books. Yes. Can you tell me why that's one of your favourite books? Because I don't really know why, but I like Harry Potter. Even though I'm not allowed to watch it, I'm allowed to read the books. And, well, I just really like Harry Potter. Do you know who the author of Harry Potter is? No. Her name's J.K. Rowling. And she, and actually, it's the biggest selling book, children's book, and also in the world. The first one, yeah. Very good. Thank you, India. Toby, what book are you recommending for us this week? Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay, and why? So you like the Star Wars books? Yeah. Okay, and who's your favourite Star Wars character? Anakin. Anakin Skywalker. And why do you like the Star Wars books? Because I like space and I like all the ships going into other ships and I like all the planets and the weapons and stuff. Okay, fantastic. What age would you recommend Star Wars books for? Nine. Nine and up. Seven. Okay, or seven. Okay. What about India? What about Harry Potter? Who would you recommend that for? Ah, uh, that would be either for like adults, or like kids up to seven, or past seven, like with like watching the movies or like. But the books are allowed to be read by any person. Any person. Okay. Except All right. Babies. Except babies. Okay. Can't read. okay. All right, listeners, you have uh, book recommendations from two of our finest students at New Haven Primary School. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Bye-bye. Okay, we're joined today by one of the New Haven Primary School teachers. Uh, Adam Bush teaches grade four fives at the school. And we're just talking about what book you chose for book week, Adam, and why. Welcome to the podcast. Oh. Thank you, Liam, for having me on the podcast. This year for Book Week, I selected The Feather, which was written and illustrated by Margaret Wilde and Freya Blackwood. Uh, I actually beat out you to get this one. You actually wanted this one quite badly. You did. I was very disappointed. I was looking through the books that we could choose from, and that was the one that stuck out to me, and I was about to say it, and you'd already written, written it up on the board. You yeah. locked it in. Yeah, got to get in quick, mate. Yeah, I've let my mistakes. Yeah. Um, no, I chose this one because I thought the underlying meaning behind it was actually quite deep and powerful. Uh, in, in the story, the children in the story come across a giant feather. It's about three body lengths long, pure white, and they couldn't realise where it's come from. And it was never literally stated in the book, that, but it was implied uh, inferentially that they hadn't seen, the older people of the story hadn't seen a feather or a bird or blue sky in quite some time. And it's sort of set in a post-industrial, like old coal mining sort of thing. Yeah. The skies are always grey. The only source of light, really, in colour, are the children that encounter the feather and the actual feather itself. Everyone's wearing drab grey colours and the houses and the cars are all drab and grey. And so you'll be launching this with the kids next week? Yes. Yeah, and you'll be spending a week looking at that book and unpacking it? Yes, I, and I've already had a bit of a read with, it, with the kids just to forward load them. And some of the, the things the students have said is just amazing and they actually took quite a bit away from it. 
it was actually them that noticed that the bright white light and the source of illumination was actually the feather and the, the children in the story. Correct. So I hadn't picked up on that until they, they mentioned it. Fantastic. Well, um, good luck with the book this week and enjoy book week. Thank you, Mr. Jury. Cheers. Okay, I'm joined here by another um, teacher at New Haven Primary School. Really lucky to have Abby Brown, who's one of the grade five, six teachers here. And Abby, can you tell us what book you chose for book week and why? Uh, I've chosen to go with The Mediterranean by Armin Greener. He is a very influential writer who this particular book is all about refugees and their journey. And I think it's a great book to introduce this to the children and to grow their awareness around the struggles of refugees. So next week you'll be doing lots of activities all around this book? Absolutely, cannot wait. Fantastic. And I hear there's a door competition. Absolutely, and we're absolutely winning. So can you explain what what's involved in a door competition? So what's involved is we have to decorate our door with imagery and possibly some text around our book of choice, so the Mediterranean, and it needs to be as colourful and inspirational as possible, and hopefully we take the win. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing what you come as uh, dressed up as for Book Parade Day as well on Friday. Oh, yeah. Watch out. It's going to be great. Enjoy Book Week. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the pod. Pleasure. Joined by another New Haven Primary School teacher this week, and this is Rhiannon Hackett, who teaches grade three fours. Rhiannon, what book are you doing for book week? Oh, we have The Chalk Boy by um, Margaret Wilde and Maddie Ord. Fantastic. And what made you choose that book? Uh, the kids really loved reading it when we were doing our reading journals, and just the way it gives out some ideas about just, you know, live in the moment, be who you are, and the kids really love it. So why not make more kids love it? Fantastic. And what have you got planned for the week to do around the book? So we're going to decorate our door. So we're going to put some black card up and the kids are all going to draw themselves all over our door. And then for our book week day, we are going to come outside, hopefully if it's not raining, and everyone's going to draw themselves or draw a character and we're going to talk about how that makes them feel creating their own characters. Fantastic. And exclusive into what's happening in the classroom in Miss Hackett's room next year, listeners. Next week, sorry, not next year. Um, thanks for coming on, Rihanna. No worries, anytime. See ya. Okay, another New Haven Primary School teacher is appearing on the pod this week. So we welcome Mark Chandler, who teaches grade two. Hi, Mark. Good afternoon, Lee. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Mark's going to share the book he has chosen for Book Week to do with his class and why he chose it. So over to you, Mark. Sure. So the book we're looking at is the all-new must-have Orange 4.30 by Michael Speechley. So we've started to unpack this book a little bit. We had a read of it the other day. Uh, so there's some really strong themes in the book around consumerism. Ah, interesting. Um, which is also balanced with uh, some imaginative play as well in it. So uh, we're taking this book in a couple of different directions. We're going to do a big display that's going to be at the front of our classroom. Yeah. Um, so that we thought we'll start looking at, we we'll pose the question to the kids around, are there toys that we have that we wanted to get them because everybody else had one, um, but we've only used it once or twice? Oh, I can relate to that with children. Yes. Yeah. So from that... Uh, there was a couple of little themes that came through. Uh, there was a lot of fidget spinners yes. that wanted to come out at the moment. Yeah. Um, there's those little mini toys that you get from Coles yeah. and the Ushies as Ush- well. Oh. Yeah, so it's uh, it's come at a good time to kind of talk around how 
we get caught up in a fad, and yeah. then it often then just finishes up in a little box or a shelf that never gets used again. It was yo-yos back in my day. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll try to relate to yo-yos uh, that yeah, fell in their fears. Yo-yos haven't come back <laughs> yet. So, um, Maybe they will. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the yo-yo. All right. Thanks so much for coming on, Mark. Yes, sure. Enjoy Book Week, and we'll have you on again sometime soon, I hope. No worries, Lee. Anytime. Very excited to have a young guest on this week. So can I welcome Marlo? Marlo, hi. Hi. How old are you, Marlo? Three. Three. And can you tell us what your favourite book is? Beast Quest. Beast Quest by Adam Blade. And why is that your favourite book? Because it's got pictures and chapters. Pictures and chapters. Do you like the pictures? I love the pictures and the chapters. Do you? Yeah. What age do you think should read that book? Three and three. Three and three. Thank you very much, Marlo. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Another special guest with me today is Flynn. Flynn, can you tell us how old you are? Four. Welcome to the Kidlit Treehouse podcast. Can you tell us what your favourite book is at the moment? Um... The World's Worst Children. The World's Worst Children by David Walliams. And why is that your favourite book? Because there's children that do really bad things. Children do not do bad things. Do you do bad things? No. So you're not in the book? No. Oh, that's, a good, that's good to hear. And what age do you think, um, would you recommend this book for? Five-year-olds. Five-year-olds and up? Ten year old. Oh wow, great. Nine year old. Oh, so a mixture of ages. Mhm. Um, thank you very much for coming on the podcast this week and sharing your favourite book. See you later. Bye. Okay, listeners, very lucky this week to have a really good friend of mine, Matt Cooper, who taught with me at Gardenville Primary School. We used to teach grade five and uh, grade fives together. So welcome to the pod, Matt. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. <laughs> you sound it. That's really good. <laughs> um, we're Obviously, it's book week this week, Matt, and I know you're a massive bookworm. So what would be a book you would recommend for our listeners? A book I'm going to recommend this week is called The Pout Pout Fish by Deborah Deason. And I've been reading that a lot with my baby and it's about a fish who's sad and he goes on a little adventure with his friends that cheer him up and it's really cute. Oh, that sounds nice. What was the author's name? Deborah Deason or Dyson. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And will you be doing any work with this book with your son Raf this week? I will. We'll be, we'll be reading it. We might, maybe we can go to the aquarium and look for some pout pout fish. Enjoy book week, Matt, and thank you so much for coming on the pod. Anytime. Thanks for having me. See ya. See ya. Okay, listeners, very special guest on the Kid Lit Treehouse podcast this week. We have um, a local author, a children's author, Karen Allen from Phillip Island who's going to talk to us about um, her latest book and the books that she's written and just 
how she got into writing. So, Karen, could you just give us a bit of a background of yourself? Sure. Um, I've always been an artist. So I started life as a photographer, painter, sculptor. And then life sort of took over and I went into working um, for a family, for my family. Um, but around um, about six or seven years ago, I had a bit of a life change, I guess, and decided to really give my art a go and decided that, or realised actually that, um, illustration was a good way to sort of make a living um, so I started drawing and then I looked into the whole process of um, you know getting published and having to submit your work and I thought too hard so I thought <laughs> I'll just do it myself yeah. so that's how I got into self-publishing um, but it was mostly the illustration I've always written um, yeah. and my, my mother will tell you she's always she always thought I'd be an author, but um, I was more the, the illustration that kind of led me into what I'm doing. Fantastic. And Karen, what's your latest book called? So the one that is at the moment in production is an A to Z of mythological creatures. Oh, that sounds exciting. And what gave you the inspiration for this new book? Well, I finished my last book in 2016 mm. and I had a few false starts. I started drawing. I thought, oh, maybe I'll do inspirational quotes for teens. Oh, maybe I'll do Australian animals. And then quite, I did a trip home to my birth country, South Africa, and my um, cousin who I'm close to, Pete, he's, a, he's a, quite an established artist there, and he said, you should do mythological beasts that would be awesome mm -hmm. and then I got home from my trip and I was talking to my father and he said oh you should do mythological beasts that would be that would be awesome and I thought oh okay so maybe I'll do mythological beasts because I trust they're both you know quite influential people in my life yeah so I gave it a whirl and just got absolutely captivated by mythology you know I've always loved history yeah. Um, and I've studied it through art and, and the, you know, the whole thing about the collective stories and how one culture on one side of the, the earth can have a very similar story to another culture on the other side of the earth. And it just fascinated me and I had a lot of fun. So. Right. And I can, I'm sure children will absolutely love looking at that as well. Um, yes. So Karen, where can we get hold of this book? It will be at Turn the Page, which is um, here on Phillip Island. Yep. And the toy shop, uh, Kids Play Toys in Cows, they're a very big supporter. It's going to, because this one is, um, it's not going through a distributor, so I have to distribute it myself. Right. You can get it um, through me or on my website, um, which is currently in production. Um and yeah, I'll be at, I'm going to, I do markets like art, art and craft markets and fantastic. Um, so it'll be, yeah, you know, online. So if, yeah, for our international listeners, <laughs> they'll be able to get a copy yes. ordering online. Oh yeah. Online. Yes. Yeah. So I have all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, yep. and then I have an Etsy shop, which, okay. and it's all under Karen Allen art. Beautiful. All right, Karen. Well, um, you're coming into New Haven Primary School to do a talk this um, this week for Book Week. I am. So what will the yes. kids expect when you come in? Well, so for the juniors, 
we're going to do, um, we're going to have a look at the book because I've got a, a dummy copy. Yeah. Um, and then, so we'll look at that. We'll talk about the drawing process and we might just do some colouring in. Yeah. Because I've also got a colouring in book coming out with the new books. And then with the older kids, we're going to talk about the um, actual process of writing a book and maybe sort of delve into how they think the steps, you know, the steps they might take. And yeah. we'll look more at the, the writing side, the writing of a manuscript and drawing of, you know, the drawing of the illustrations. Oh, excellent. It sounds like it's going to be a really interesting week. And I know the school are very excited to have you on board and to have uh, a real author in, in, um, in school to visit. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Karen, and we look forward to an exciting book week. Yeah. Lovely. Can't wait. Take care and good luck with the book. Thanks, Liam. Fact or fear? Fact or fear? Fact or fear? Okay, we're back for another Fact or Fib this week and very excited to have some younger authors on the show. So we've got... Marshall, Jack, Olivia and Layla, who are all in grade one and prep at New Haven Primary School. So, hi guys. Hi. hi. Welcome to the show. Um, Marshall, do you want to share a fact or fib with us this week? Yes, please. Kick us off. So, can, can an elephant jump fact or fib? Mm, what do you think, Jack? Can an elephant jump? Fib. Fib? What do you think, Olivia? Fib. Fib. What about you, Layla? Fib. I think that's a fact. I think elephants can jump. Oh, no. Bye. Thanks, Marshall. Jack, your turn. A dog can shake hands. A dog can shake hands. What do you think, Olivia? Fact. Fact. Marshall, you're saying fact. Layla? Fact. Fact. I think that's a fact. Fact. You can shake hands with a dog. You can shake hands with a dog. Who's got a dog here? Can your dog shake hands, Layla? Yeah? Okay, fantastic. Um, Olivia, your turn. Birds came from prehistoric flying reptiles. Factual fib. Birds came from prehistoric uh, fib. You're going to fib? Fact. I've got a feeling that might be a fact. It's a fact. Tell us, Olivia. Fact. It is yeah. a fact. Fascinating. Um, I know. It's and, also at the bottom. Yeah. And Layla, your one, last one. Uh, can cats climb buildings? Fact or fib? Hmm. What do you, th you think, fib, Marshall? Fib. Fib? Fact. They've got sharp claws, but it'd be pretty hard to climb a building. I'm going to say, I'm going to say fact, actually. Fib. It's a fib. What can cats climb then? Trees. Trees, of course. Guys, thank you for coming on Fact or Fib this week and onto the Kid Literary House podcast. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. The Lit Challenge this week is for you to find five books and find five interesting leads. Now, something I do with my class is get children to look through books that have been published and see how authors start their stories because it's often the bit that hooks us in at the start. If you don't hook the reader, you're not going to get many people finishing your book, unfortunately. So have a go, grab a writer's notebook and a pen, 
write down five leads and you could even continue the story yourself using a lead from another author. That's something we like to do in our classroom. So give it a go this week at home or in class. Thank you very much for all the guests for coming on to share their wisdom and thoughts around literacy this week on the Kid Lit Treehouse Book Week special. We look forward to hearing from more of you out there. So if you've got some writing you'd like to get on the podcast, send me an email at thekidlittreehouse at gmail.com and we'll try and get your writing on air. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great week.